So I had a little time today, so I thought I would uh, do a quick podcast on the article that I wrote, which is up now on day16.com, which is landmarking the COVID-19 virus. Um, it, I feel like this is kind of necessary to do um, with any sort of content anyone's putting out right now is to address uh, this moment in time um, in our history, in our country's history, in our world's history, where everything is standing still for a moment, which it seems like the incredibly rapid pace that we've been moving at um, as a human race the past, I don't know, 20 years with the um, the complete change and uh, advancement of technology. We have computers in our pockets at this point. Um, and it just seems like we've been moving so fast as a people that this thing has come along and just made us all stop in a way that is reminiscent of 9-11. Um, it's reminiscent of a, a lot of different points in our history where we just kind of all stood still and, you know, held our breath for a little bit. Um, you know, hope you're not holding your breath this long because it's been a while. Um, don't know what day it is, not going to do the whole day, whatever, of quarantine. Um, but I do know that it is today, April 17th, um, and it's been about a month. Um and I just don't want to miss this opportunity to kind of give my spiel on what I, my just simple take on COVID-19. I don't want to get too political um, because I don't think this is a situation where it should be political, even though it's being spun that way um, in the media and with politicians making it political. I don't want to do that here. I simply just want to, you know, address the article that I wrote and kind of talk a little bit about, you know, my opinion and how this virus has affected me and my family. Um, so, you know, I the, the moment that it became real for me was, of course, when it started to affect sports. I'm a big, huge sports fan, uh, big basketball fan. As if you know me, you know that about me. Um, and when sports leagues and tournaments and games started getting canceled, that's when I kind of was like, okay, this is now becoming something that, you know, I need to go be prepared for. Um, not because, you know, sports is gone and I'm going to miss sports and it's the most important thing in my life, but because now with that happening, at the same time, billionaires are now giving up billions of dollars and millions of dollars in revenue. The cruise industry is shutting down. So when you see billionaires voluntarily giving up business and telling people to go home and um, closing down restaurants, and that's when you see that this is serious. People are dying and, you know, we have to all take this seriously. Um, so, and it, it became this moment where, like I said earlier, it's my generation. I was born in 96. Um, so right on the cusp of the war in Iraq and 9-11, I don't, I remember 9-11 the day, but I don't remember it the way that people who were, um, fully conscious back then were. I was five or six. Um, and I remember getting picked up from school and that was it. I mean, other than that, I don't really remember much, um, but everything changed after that, um, you know, getting thoroughly checked at the airport became a normalcy. It's something that we just expect and we're, we're kind of ingrained in our life and our culture now. And I think the results of this COVID-19 will have the same impacts. We don't, we're not all not sure exactly what that'll be. Will they be taking temperatures on the way into concerts and sporting events? Will, you know, will we all have to wear masks everywhere? I don't know. Um, but it's definitely... I liken this situation and this time point in our country and in our world to that standpoint. Um, and I mentioned this in the article. Um, I said, uh, I said here, and I quote myself, 
Um, coronavirus, which in all likelihood is the biggest story, tragedy, tragedy, wow, and moment of my generation. Um, so right now, as a global community, this is a pandemic, um, and I think that it's run rampant everywhere. I don't, I can't, never, I haven't heard of a place that hasn't been touched by this, um, and it's devastating. Um, but I, I, it's boggles my mind when I see people communities of people, regions, individuals, not understanding, at least understanding the seriousness of it. Um, I, I don't know the exact death toll at this point. Um, let me look it up quick. Um, I know in New York State right now, it's pretty high. Um, in New, so just in New York State, confirmed deaths are sitting about 14,636. That's just in New York State. Um, scary, 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 scary stuff. Um, yeah, wow. Uh, overall, in America, we're sitting at 32,000 as of April 16th. Um, so the, the fact that there's a lot of people not taking this seriously, um, I did mention some stuff in the article. Um, it, it's kind of troubling and just sad and disappointing. Um, especially people who are in leadership positions, various different leadership positions around the country. Um, I mentioned in this article about Dabo Swinney and Mike Gundy, two head coaches of um, collegiate football programs. Um, one saying, we're going to kick this thing right in the teeth. Um, another saying, we're going to win the war and we have to return to the playing field at all costs. Um, yeah, I just, I don't treat, we should, we can't treat this thing as it's like something that we can kick in the teeth because it's not. It's a silent thing, a silent killer that transfers to each of us and still the best medical professionals from around the world don't know how. Um, so it's just not something we can kick in the teeth and we're not going to win a war. It's, we've already taken that L, you know, we've already lost so many people from around the world. Um, and it's a humbling thing. And the fact that there's some people in this country that aren't humbled by this, it just makes me question the fabric of what we're all built, especially in this country. Um, you know, I've been saying to people, and I kind of mentally, I kind of mentioned it a little bit in the article. I've been saying to different people in discussions I've had, and you know, I, I don't have these discussions with everyone because not a lot of people can really take it and understand it. But um, I have been saying that this thing, this COVID-19 has hit our country. I don't know if it's the hardest, but the weirdest and like the longest so far is because we're on the surface level of our country, not very humble. You know, we're so used to hearing about diseases that happen over there, you know, in certain parts of Africa and certain parts of Europe and China and Eastern Asia that when it's finally on our shores, you're like, ah, you know, America, we don't get those kind of diseases. That's not us. That's not our problem. But it's our problem. Our grandparents are dying. Our parents are dying. Um, and to see people who are itching, I get that you're itching to go back to work. I'm itching to go back to work and to continue some sense of normalcy. But before we can do that, we have to respect the power of this disease and make sure that when we do go back, we're not going to just kick ourselves in the foot because we're going to all be going back in our houses because there's a second wave. Um, we all have to be very cognizant of other people. And I think, if anything, this time should make you appreciate people and what a 
commodity we are because it's not nothing is guaranteed nothing is given life is you know a blessing um uh and to see the leader of our country use the same sort of thought process as if this is a war that we're going to win we've already lost um and it's just about getting back and making sure that the losses that we have taken the people that we have lost aren't in vain um and yeah that's that's my stance on it um you know, it's been weird having this stagnant period. Um, personally, this time, this period in my life, you know, I always, I like to section up my life in moments and periods and kind of give them names or whatever. And the name period for this moment in life was supposed to be growth. It, well, it still is. It's all about growth. It's still growth. But I've just really had to adjust. You know, I'm in graduate school pursuing a master's degree. I was working part-time just to stack up cash for the future. Um, and, uh, you know, that obviously has stopped um, and, but school hasn't stopped still in school, of course. Um, <laughs> uh, but it, it just felt like for the first couple of weeks there, that there was no opportunity for progression. I didn't know uh, the plan that I had originally, there was no way to do it because you couldn't go anywhere, couldn't do anything, couldn't communicate with anyone. Um, so it was just kind of hard there to find wiggle room on how to communicate. Um, but this website, this podcast has been the baby of that of those thoughts uh you know it's it's been the result of those thoughts um so i'm just trying to put all not all but i still want to put some time and spending time with my family my friends my girlfriend um friends over zoom of course <laughs> and facetime um but um i want to put all this time into you know progressing somehow i don't think we should all put pressure on ourselves to progress you see all these people on instagram and twitter take this time and come out of it a better person. You should come out with a six pack of abs and a new book. Like I'm not that kind of person. I don't think, I think you should take this time to relax if you want to relax. And it's not easy doing this. Um, life wasn't easy before this. So, you know, this doesn't make it any easier. So, you know, take it easy on yourself. But I do think for me personally, this is just me. I'm going to try to grow out of this somehow, come out with something that I didn't have before. Um, reading a ton, um, doing this website, this blog and this podcast. And, um, trying to have more meaningful conversations with my friends and, um, you know, as challenging as it is to be at home with all my family, I love them and I love spending time with them. And that's something that I'm trying to do. Um, and just trying to get to know myself better. I think that's what a lot of us could do, um, during this time. If, if anything, is just spend some alone time with yourself and try to get your, you know, get, get it, get to a point where you love yourself alone and learn to have fun by yourself. Um, so, you know, for me, just to close out this episode, um, I'm extremely curious as to what the result of all this is going to be, um, how our society is going to shift and change, the things that will become norms after this, you know, like back in World War II, the, all of our grandparents or, or whatever. Without, you know, why does grandpa have like a stash of stuff in the basement and why is there a bunker in the house and blah, blah, blah. Well, we live through the coronavirus. We're going to have that thing where like we stack toilet paper. It's going to be like a weird thing and we're going to be like oh well because we live through the coronavirus and that's going to be our you know our our something that's stamped on us forever um so just curious to see what comes out of this um and i know everyone else is too uh thanks for pressing play this is day 16